What's up, guys? Welcome back to The Countdown. My name is Ian Farmer. Thank you for listening to the podcast on this um, Monday night. And Monday night football just wrapped up. Um, the Seahawks defeated the Broncos in Russell Wilson's supposedly revenge game, 17-16. to So we're going to talk about that. But this episode is my takeaways from each team and each game of week one of the NFL season. I am back to doing daily, not even weekly, daily episodes on the countdown. So I appreciate you guys tuning in today and for all the future times you've tuned in. And if you've already been here, all the past times that you have tuned in, I appreciate it all. We are currently at 2.2K total views, and I'm um, making some money off this stuff. So, I mean, you know, I'll take that, of course. But we're going to hop into it. I appreciate you guys being on here, like I said. If you haven't yet, go follow CTN Sports on Instagram. I post all Panthers, Clemson football, and um, Charlotte Hornets content, highlights, news, updated scores, anything like that. The Carolina Panthers just came off a 26-24 loss to, to the Cleveland Browns. So if you're interested in any of that and my sucky teams, you can go follow that. But um, it's a good page, so please follow it. Um, anyways, we're going to hop into it with the Bills and Rams. Okay, so one takeaway, one key takeaway I have from the Buffalo Bills is that the Bills are, are a legit team, and they proved that on Thursday night. They are the best team in the entire league offensively. Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, Devin Singletary played nice. Knox, Gabriel Davis, Cole Beasley. There's not a offensive line. There's not a... A, a negative aspect to the Bills' offense. And the Bills' defense already led the league in sacks last season, already had a good secondary. They had Von Miller, which gives the Bills the hands-down the best defense in the NFL. However, for the LA Rams, maybe I'm wrong, but I think it is just a Super Bowl hangover. I think the Rams will be back. I think they'll be back. Cam Akers did not was not the number one running back. It was Darrell Henderson, so there's some switch-ups there. I think the loss of Von Miller could really affect the L.A. Rams. I think Von Miller was such a key piece to the L.A. Rams Super Bowl win last year. And that's a lot. That's, that's a big thing that not a whole lot of people are realizing. But they're going to have to adapt to life without Von Miller. But I think the Rams are just in a Super Bowl hangover. It was their first game since the Super Bowl. They've been partying all summer, all offseason. I think they're going to be all right, and I think they'll be back. Panthers and Browns. Baker Mayfield can play, but he's not back to his full potential. He had a 59% completion rate, and he threw for 235 yards, one touchdown. Um, that's definitely not the stat you want to see. He had like a 37 QBR. Um, that's definitely not the stats that you want to see from your starting quarterback, but um, it's not terrible. Like He did play okay, especially in the fourth quarter. He played great. Um, the Cleveland Browns are decent. They're a decent 7-9 win team without Deshaun Watson. Now, with Deshaun Watson, I think they are they could potentially be a top-tier playoff team. They have a chance at the AFC North. But um, wins like this over the Panthers are key because Deshaun Watson comes back in Week 13 against the Texans. That's still about six games, five, six games. I don't know when their bye week is. That's still about five to six games where um, you know the Browns can really make a push for the playoffs if they're not in that. Hunt yet, or if they're not in that playoff picture at at the time week thirteen rolls around, 
wins like this are wins they're going to have to pick up to get ready for when Deshaun comes back. But, um, yeah, wins like this are key for the Browns, and the defense still looks very good. New Orleans Saints. Um, the Saints may not be the potential wild card team that we all thought they were. Now, Michael Thomas came back with two touchdowns and like 59 yards, like five catches. So, Michael Thomas is back. That's huge for the Saints, a Saints team that I'm very critical. I'm I'm a huge critic of the receiving core, but Michael Thomas is now back, so that helps out the receiving core. Alvin Kamara, of course, a beast. Jameis Winston had some good stats yesterday. I don't know how he's going to play out. We all saw what he did. We all saw what he did in Week One last year. He had literally one of the best games that an NFL quarterback had all had all season long. But I just don't know how um, the Saints are going to do. But yesterday, despite the win, not impressed. And the only thing I have to say for Atlanta is they chose another, they chose another lead in their one of the worst teams, if not the worst team, along with Seattle in the entire league. San Francisco 49ers and Chicago Bears. This is a terrible look for the 49ers. The Bears had no business winning this game, and they completely shut down the 49ers offensively. Um, Trey Lance disappointed in his first game of the season, and the 49ers should have won this game, especially with the way Justin Fields played, completing eight of his 17 passes. The 49ers defense did play well. But the 49ers, a team that I think could potentially win the Super Bowl, has no business losing to a team like the Chicago Bears, a team that is in a rebuild. And honestly, with the way Justin Fields continues to play, I think they could be looking for another franchise quarterback, maybe even in the draft this year, which means they may want to tank. Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cincinnati Bengals. Both offenses looked atrocious. Steelers offense looked atrocious. Bengals offense looked atrocious. Both defenses played well. Joe Burrow looked terrible against an elite defense, which isn't a good sign when it comes to the trend of every Super Bowl loser missing the playoffs the following year. The Steelers almost blow, blowing a lead wasn't a good sign. And the Bengals shouldn't be losing to the team that many people think are the worst and will finish last in the AFC North. Um, Pittsburgh doesn't get any better with the loss of TJ Watt. He uh, has a torn peck. But um, really not a good look for either team. A better look for the for the Steelers because they did beat the reigning Super Bowl runner-ups. But really not a good look for any team, at least on the at least on the offensive side and the kicker side of things. The kickers played awful yesterday, especially in the overtime. Eagles and Lions. I'm proud of Detroit, man. Detroit, after being one of the worst teams in the NFL last season, came through. And beat the Eagles, a team who's probably going to win their division. Um, I mean, Jared Goff, not bad stats. 21 of 37, 215 yards, two touchdowns, one pick. Jalen Hurts, the only negative thing really about the Eagles was, of course, their defense. Listen, this Lions team, the offense is not bad. Jared Goff is a B, B quarter, quarterback. DeAndre Swift is a great running back. TJ Hawkinson is a good tight end. Um, St. Brown is a good wide receiver. They have some offensive pieces, but 35, 35 points from the Detroit Lions. That's five touchdowns, bro. Eagles defense has to step it up. And on the offensive side, the Eagles looked very good, except for the fact that Jalen Hurst threw zero touchdowns and was 18 of 32. So takeaway from the Eagles, defense sucks. They had to step that up. And Jalen Hurst has to be, be more accurate throwing the ball. The Lions... Defense, but keep doing what you're doing, Detroit. I'm proud of you. Next game 
is Patriots and Dolphins. Okay, so we all knew that, that the New England Patriots had an atrocious offseason, one of the worst offseasons in the history of their franchise, and it showed. It, it showed. Matt Jones had one interception and one fumble, 21 of 30, 213 yards, one touchdown. Tua was 23 of 33, 270 yards, and one touchdown. Um, This Dolphins team honestly lived up to the hype. I mean, this Patriots team is still not known for being a bad team. They made the playoffs last year. They were the, literally the number one seed in the um, AFC at one point last season. They were on like an eight-game win streak. Matt Jones was the front runner for offensive rookie of the year. Like, um, take away from the Patriots. You played awful. Don't do that again. Dolphins, keep it up. You're doing fine. Maybe for the uh, Dolphins, maybe uh, add some points because 20 points still isn't a whole lot, but they they just defensively shut down Matt Jones. Ravens and Jets. Okay, here's the thing. For the Ravens, Lamar Jackson threw three touchdowns with 17 of 30, 213 yards, only one pick. The defense played great, only allowing the Jets to have nine points. However... The Jets' defense is one of the worst defenses in the entire league, and I don't like that they only put up three touchdowns and a field goal. I know that's very strict, but I'm high on this Ravens team, man. Before injuries, they were in the playoffs every year. Every year. And as stacked as the AFC is, I expect this team to be right back in the playoffs. Take away from the Jets, you suck. Zach Wilson's no good. Joe Flacco's no good. Your defense is no good. Um, Brees Hall is no good. Michael Carter is really good, actually. 10 carries, 60 yards. But um, Jets need to go into another full blown rebuild. Ravens, um, a little bit more, a, a little bit more scoring. But overall, impressed from what Baltimore did. Honestly, go to Jaguars and the Commanders. Okay, so um, a takeaway from the Jaguars is that I really like that they actually competed in a game. They, they competed in a game. They only lost by six points. Um, Trevor Lawrence, his completion percentage was atrocious. It was literally like barely, it was like 60%. It was like barely above 50%. But James Robinson played good. Christian Kirk showed up as the number one wide receiver. Six receptions, 117 yards. Um, Winston, Wentz, eh. He Wentz played pretty bad. Two interceptions. Um, I do not like this for Washington. Washington, not a whole lot of people are high on Washington, but I think they do have a small chance to win their division if they could really step it up and Carson Wentz could actually play football. But not a good look for Washington at all. I do not like that they almost lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars. At home, by the way. Colts in Texas, if you haven't heard the news yet, because I'm sure everybody and their mother has heard the news, Every team in the AFC South lost, despite two of the teams playing each other. This is the first tie of the NFL season. Colts had 20. Texans had 20. Um, for the Texans, I mean, honestly, Davis Mills played pretty good. Um, Brandon Cooks went off. So I really like what the Texans did here. And I think the Texans, I'm very low on the Texans. I think they may be the worst team in the entire league along with Seattle and Atlanta. But they're honestly better than both of those teams. I mean... <laughs> Houston played pretty good, and I'm 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 proud of what Houston did. 
Um, a takeaway from that is um, Houston, you're not as bad as everybody thinks you are. This is not what it seems. For the Colts, um, you have no business losing this, or, or you have no business not winning this game. Matt Ryan, you ooh, you played pretty good statistically wise. Jonathan Taylor went off, and Michael Pittman went off, which is awesome because they're both on my fantasy team, and I'm so proud of what they did. But takeaway from the Colts is you got to step it up and win these games. You have such a bad history with doing bad against bad teams. You literally would have made the playoffs last year if you beat the Jacksonville Jaguars and you literally blew a lead in that game. So just don't suck. And the Colts, if you want to win this division, which most people have you winning this division over Tennessee this year, you need to step it up. And you got to play better. Packers and Vikings. Well, what did I tell you? The Vikings are going to win their division this year, and it looks like, at least in week one, that's what's going to happen. Now, you could say the Packers always play bad in week one. They lost 38-3 to the Saints last year in week one, and the Saints ended up not making the playoffs. Packers are the one seed in the NFC. However, this Minnesota team just went off, man. Kirk Cousins, 23-32, of 277 yards, two touchdowns. Dalvin Cook, 20 carries. He, they're giving Dalvin Cook the ball, which I like. 20 carries, 90 yards. Justin Jefferson with nine receptions, 184 yards, two touchdowns, arguably the best wide receiver in football after this performance. Aaron Rodgers, you didn't really play bad, but you have nobody to throw to. A.J. Dillon was literally their leading receiver. You have Raylow Cobb and Allen Lazard, and you have Robert Tunyon. Not a good receiving core by any means, but, I mean, come on. A.J. Dillon was your leading receiver. Five receptions, 46 yards, bro. Like, seriously? Packers, um, their receiving core is going to catch up to you. You need to figure something out. Chiefs and Cardinals, okay. I always say that the Chiefs are have a good offense, but they don't have enough weapons. Like Clyde Edwards Hilaire is really not all that good. Outside of Travis Kelsey and Juju, who do they really who does Mahomes really have have to throw the ball to? Well, they put up 44 points against a decent Cardinals defense. So I'm gonna take all that back. And I'm gonna say that the Chiefs are a Super Bowl contender once again. I, I wouldn't say I would say they were like a dark horse, like like back of the back of the party type of Super Bowl contender. But honestly, 44 points in week one. It's really the most points I think anybody put up this week. The Chiefs are legit. And the Cardinals, you suck. You're not going to make the playoffs. And um, Kyler Murray, you you didn't really play bad, but you didn't play great. Um, You ran the ball a little bit, which is good. That's something you didn't do against the Rams last season in the wild card. Um, So overall, I mean, Cardinals, you got to play better. You can't be getting blown out by the Chiefs. Raiders and Chargers, our first AFC West game of the year. I really enjoyed this game. Um, the Chargers, three touchdowns from Justin Herbert, 26, 26 of 34, 279 yards. Derek Carr threw three interceptions. I think the Raiders may potentially have the first or second most loaded offense um, in this division. Darren Waller, top three tight end. Devontae Adams, best receiver in football. Hunter Renfro, top three route runner in football. Josh Jacobs, a B running back. And Derek Carr, who played pretty good last season, and he's known to be a borderline elite quarterback. But three three interceptions, bro. Three interceptions. You absolutely crapped the bed. Um, Takeaway from the Chargers is, um, although I don't like as many points as you put up, you're going against Max Crosby and Chandler Jones. And the Raiders have a good defense. So I'm going to give the Chargers some slack for the amount of points they put up, and I'm going to say congratulations on the win. You're a top three roster in the NFL. Las Vegas Raiders, um, overall the team played pretty good, but Derek Carr, just get the ball where it needs to go, and this team's going to be successful.
You literally have one of the most loaded offenses in the entire NFL. Just get the ball where it needs to go, bro. Three interceptions, two touchdowns. Are you serious? Two more games, the Buccaneers and the Cowboys. A takeaway I have from the Buccaneers is a lot of people tried to say that the Buccaneers had like a uh, – uh, their offense wasn't as good. But, bro, Leonard Fournette, 21 carries, 127 yards. They literally had no answer for him. Micah, he literally was running Micah Parsons over. Leonard Fournette is an absolute tank. The fatter he gets, the more pe- more people more people he's going to truck. Leonard Fournette is an absolute beast. Tom Brady, he's the GOAT, what we have to say. Um, Brady has weapons, man. Mike Evans. Um, Julio Jones. Chris Godwin. He has weapons, man. Russell Gage. Leonard Fournette had a couple receptions. I mean, he has weapons to throw the ball to as well. Like, I don't know what this conception is that, like, Brady. I mean, sure, the offensive line is, you know, like, not as good, but. The Buccaneers were literally sacked twice the entire game. That's not bad at all. Um, for the Cowboys, you suck. You're not going to win your division. Um, your offense is absolutely atrocious. Dak is out six to eight weeks. You may literally finish behind the Giants, who just won their first game. You may literally finish last in the N- NFC East. So you suck. Way to show up on primetime the first game of the season. Shout out to Dak, though. That man gets injured all the time. I feel so bad for him. His his career is literally going down the drain. I feel bad for Dak. And the game that just ended. A takeaway from the Seattle Seahawks, still one of the worst teams in the entire NFL, and you got lucky that you wanted to win this game so bad because Russell Wilson is not there anymore that you ended up winning this game. As for the Broncos, this is atrocious. You're supposed to be one of the best rosters in the NFL. Jerry, Judy, and Cortland Sutton are supposed to be ballers. Devontae Williams is supposed to be one of the best running backs in football. Melvin Gordon got five more carries than Javante Williams and barely had more yards. Um, Russell Wilson, you lost your revenge game. I think the Jerry GD played amazing. Four receptions, 102 yards, and a touchdown. Um, the Seahawks, this says nothing about the Seahawks. This, this game says nothing about the Seahawks team. They still suck. Um, and the Broncos, you can't afford to lose games like this because you're, 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 you literally play in the toughest division in the history of football. In the history of the NFL, you can't be losing games to the freaking Seahawks. You're you're gonna have to win these easy games. So when you get into division play and you start losing games, you'll still have those wins from these easy teams. You, if if you play in the AFC West, Raiders, Broncos, Chargers, Chiefs, if you play a bad team, win the game. People are literally out here saying that Denver may be the one of the best teams in the entire NFL. The Chiefs just beat a playoff contender by twenty point twenty. 22, 23 points. The Chargers just beat the Raiders. They literally made Derek Carr. They, they literally forced Derek Carr three interceptions. Broncos came and beat the Seattle Seahawks. who literally have no defense and no offense. That is my takeaway from every NFL team and every NFL game this week, guys. This will be a weekly thing. Um, I'll be on here every single night talking sports with you guys. I appreciate you guys tuning in to me. Once again, like you always do, I'm happy to be back. I love you guys, and I will see you guys tomorrow. Peace.